Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Flesh in the scriptures. Israel in the flesh. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of his Son, our Savior, Yahusha. I use a the Scriptures translation, and it's the Scriptures 1998 translation. So when you study with me, make sure that you are studying with the same translation. If you don't, what happens is you may get confused. There's things that are in the other translations that are error, and error um, is what Satan wants you to study error. And and uh, not saying that the Scriptures 1998 is perfect translation, but um, it has um, much less error in pagan words than um, most of any other translations. Yahusha, chapter 8. And Yahuwah said to Yahusha, Do not be afraid, nor be discouraged. Take all the soldiers with you and arise... Go up to Ai, see, I have given into your hand the sovereign of Ai, and his people, and his city, and his land. So you shall do to Ai and his sovereign as you did to Yeroho and its sovereign. Only its spoil and its livestock you take as a plunder for yourselves. Set for yourselves an ambush for the city behind it. And Yahusha and all the soldiers rose up to go up to Ai, and Yahusha chose 30,000 mighty brave men and sent them away by night, and commanded them, saying, See, you are going to lie in ambush against the city, behind the city. Do not go very far from the city, but all of you shall be prepared. While I and all the people who are with me approach the city, and it shall be when they come out against us as formerly that we shall flee before them. And they shall come out after us till we have drawn them from the city, as though saying they are fleeing before us as formerly, and we shall flee before them. Then you shall rise from the ambush and seize the city, and Yahuwah Elohim shall give it into your hand. And it shall be when you capture the city that you burn the city with fire. Do according to the word of Yahuwah. See, I have commanded you. And Yahusha sent them out, and they went to lie in ambush and stayed between Bethel and Ai, and on the west side Ai. But Yahusha stayed the night in the midst of the people. And Yahusha rose up early in the morning and inspected the people, and went up, he and the elders of Israel, 
before the people of Ai. And all the soldiers who were with him went up and drew near and came before the city and camped on the north side of Ai with the valley between them and Ai. And he took about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai on the west side of the city. So they stationed the people, all the army that was on the north of the city and its rear guard on the west of the city. And Yahushua went that night into the midst of the valley. And it came to be when the sovereign of Ai saw it, that the men of the city hastened and rose up early and went out against Israel to battle. He and all his people at an appointed place before the desert plain. But he did not know that there was an ambush against him behind the city. And Yahushua and all Israel let themselves be beaten before them and fled by the way of the wilderness. And all the people who were in Ai were called together to pursue them. And they pursued Yahushua and were drawn away from the city. So there was not a man left in Ai or Bethel who did not go out after Israel. And they left the city open and pursued Israel. And Yahuwah said to Yahusha, Stretch out the spear that is in your hand toward Ai, for I have given it into your hand. And Yahushua stretched out the spear that he had in his hand toward the city. And the ambush rose up quickly from their place, and they ran at the stretching out of his hand and entered the city and took it and hastened to burn the city with fire. And the men of Ai looked behind them and saw the smoke of the city rising to the heavens, and there was no power in them to flee this way or that way, for the people who had fled to the wilderness turned back on the pursuers. For when Yahushua and all Israel saw that the ambush had captured the city and that the smoke of the city went up, they turned back and smote the men of Ai. The others also came out of the city against them, so they were in the midst of Israel, some on this side and some on that side, and they smote them until none were left and none had escaped. But the sovereign of Ai they caught alive and brought him to Yahushua. And he came to be, and it came to be when Israel ended slaying all the inhabitants of Ai in the field, in the will in the wilderness where they pursued them, and when they all had fallen by the edge of the sword until they were consumed, that all the Israelites returned to Ai and smote it with the edge of the sword. And it came to be that all who fell that day, both women, men and women, were twelve thousand, all the men of Ai. And Yahushua did not draw back his hand with which he stretched out the spear until he had put all the inhabitants of Ai under the ban. Only the livestock and the spoil of that city Yisrael took as booty for themselves, according to the word of Yahuwah which he had commanded Yahushua. And Yahushua burned Ai and made it a heap forever, a ruin to this day. And he hanged the sovereign of Ai on a tree until evening. And at sunset, Yahushua commanded that they should take his corpse down from the tree and throw it at the entrance of the gate of the city and raise over it a great heap of stones to this day. And Yahushua built an altar to Yahuwah, Elohim of Israel, in Mount Ebal. As Moshe, the servant of Yahuwah, had commanded the children of Israel, as it is written in the book of the Torah of Moshe, an altar of unhewn stones over which no man has 
wielded iron, and they offered on it burnt offerings to Yahuwah and slaughtered peace offerings. And there in the presence of the children of Israel, he wrote on the stones a copy of the Torah of Moshe, which he had written. And all Israel, the sojourner as well as the native, with their elders and officials and judges, stood on either side of the ark before the priests, the Levites, who bore the ark of the covenant of Yahuwah. Half of them were in front of Mount uh, Gerzim, and half of them in front of Mount Ebal. As Moshiach, the servant of Yahuwah, had commanded before that they should bless the people of Israel. And afterwards he read all the words of the Torah, the blessings and the cursings, according to all that is written in the book of the Torah. There was not a word of all that Moshiach had commanded, which Yahusha did not read before all the assembly of Israel with the women and the little ones and the sojourns who accompanied them. So, we're going to go over this in our, you know, next study in more detail. But basically, what we learned here in chapter 8 is that for flesh Israel, they had to learn if they were going to have flesh um, victories over their enemies, they would need to do it. Um, the way the Almighty wanted them to do it. They would need to make sure that they were in good standing with the Almighty, following the Torah, doing what they're supposed to, not have done anything they shouldn't be doing, so that the Almighty would actually be on their side and help them to, to win their flesh battles. And, and that's exactly what happened. They got rid of Akan, who had um, taken part in the abominable thing, the curse thing, and had gotten rid of him and his family and everything that he owned and destroyed it. And then, now, Yahusha was going, was able to talk to Elohim and find out what it is, the way that they should take the city. You see, it tells Yahusha to do it by an ambush. You see, the Almighty knows how to win flesh battles. And Israel was, you know, in the flesh and concerned about flesh things. So the battle went well. They did what, um, what was said. And we see here that the first battle... Yahuwah, the angels, had taken the stuff, uh, taken care of the people inside um, Jericho, or Jericho, and all that was in there was given as an offering to the Almighty. Nothing in there was theirs. This time, they actually took part in cleansing the city of the people and getting rid of their enemies personally they didn't do that in jericho and this time the um the prize of the livestock and um was theirs you know the things that was inside was theirs to take it was their reward for taking the city but the city itself was to be burned and they followed that 
and everything worked out the way it should work out. Now they didn't have that enemy because all the men were killed. No more men, no more king, no more anything to come against Israel. Burnt the city, and the city is no more even unto this day. Then the next thing they did after that was they thanked the Almighty by a sacrifice. And then they also did another sacrifice, which was a peace offering. So let's have a thank you for what you've shown us, how you directed us in, in the flesh war and battle that we were in. But here's a peace offering so that we will be at peace. We will be, um, you know, there won't be any um, fighting or aftermath or any of that stuff having to do with war now that the battle was done. And, and after they did the sacrifice, the next thing they did was fulfilled what Moshe had said. He says, when you get into the land, what you're going to do is you're going to read all the words of the Torah, everything that I've written to all the people, the blessings and the cursings before the people, once you get into the land of Israel, the promised land. And, and they did that. Now, was it only written to Israel? Was it only read to Israel? No, there was people there that were Gentiles that were not of Israel, but they were a part of Israel because they came out of Egypt with the children of Israel. And they also, they were read to them. They weren't separated. They were a part of Israel as, um, as one with the nation. And so the writings of Moses was read to them also, and it applied to them as well. And so the reason for reading this was so that they now know that this is the rules that the Almighty has given us through Moses. We need to follow these rules. And if we follow these rules, everything will be good. If we don't follow these rules, then everything will be bad. And that's why they were read to the people so they would know what they needed to do as they took the promised land, the nation of Israel, as promised to Abraham by the Almighty. Now, you can look at this from the spiritual perspective, and I do that sometimes a little bit, from the perspective of we're in spiritual battles with the enemy. If you do it your way, you're going to lose. If you try to do it when you have sin, you know, that you're not, that you didn't get covered under the blood that you haven't repented of, which means to turn away from, you'll lose. If you um, do it the way the Almighty wants us to do, the way the Messiah showed us to do, you'll win. You'll beat the enemy. And then always, always, always remember that you are to give all of your praise and thankfulness and worship to the Almighty, for it is Him that has provided the winning 
over your enemy. And remember, the New Testament, what the Messiah did, what he showed us to do, the shepherd, the master, the savior, is our instructions. See, Israel in the flesh had the instructions of the Torah on how to live as a nation on the earth when they took over this promised land. We have instructions from the Messiah, which shows us spiritually how to live in this world, what to do, how to do things. And we're headed to the promised land. As long as you um, follow his instructions and do as the Messiah, the master showed us to do while he walked this earth, then you will stay in the promised land, spiritually speaking. But if you don't, then you'll be cursed and kicked out and removed from the book of life. Blessings and cursings, fleshly, spiritually. Flesh in the scriptures found on talkshow.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.